Welcome back, Scolders! Sorry, that was way intense, uh, but this is the intern. My suspension has been lifted for just this week, is what I'm being told, so I thought I would uh, do the intro, or I was told maybe I should do it, but... Uh, Very well done. Not bad. He, he took us all the way to the Supreme Court fighting the suspension, yeah, yeah. and it was a kind of drawn-out process, so we just kind of settled for a, a one-time-only lifting of the ban. Yeah, the, the judge, I think, was Wagner, right? Uh, a fellow sculpture. What was what was my charge in the first place? Wasn't it? I thought it was for looking up statistics of... Oh, yeah, of uh, Sean Hill. Yep. Uh, but hey, Guilty go Sean charged. Hill, by the way. Uh, anyways, welcome to the Soldiers <laughs> Podcast. Your old two-week absence. Uh, we, uh, my fellow co-captain was uh, busy getting engaged, and the intern that you heard from to our intro was learning how to read. I think was uh, the reason why we took the last two weeks off, but we are back, so fear not. <laughs> two, week, two weeks at the Derek Zoolander for kids who can't read good. Yeah, so. yeah I got through the program. There I, you go. Uh, it, was, it was pretty tough, but I did it. There you go. Uh, on tonight's Scolgers podcast here, we are going to do a little bit different here as we're kind of later in the week here. So we are going to preview the big tilt over at TCF Bank against the Seattle Seahawks. And then we're going to do a little bit of a, a, a bit or a game. We'll do uh, three big questions <laughs> is what we're, we're calling it. Uh, but let's just first start off here uh, just recapping uh, since we did miss uh the last two games, uh, we, we won't talk about the mm game, but we'll do the uh, Atlanta Falcons game. Uh, just you, just really quick, because again, it is Thursday, yeah. just your quick synopsis of the Atlanta game. Uh, quick synopsis, I it was a great game. They looked super solid. They played their game. Great defense. Lots of turnovers. Yeah. Matt Ryan looked bad. Great defense. Yeah. Yep. It, it was the it was the recipe. The, the recipe. The recipe that all year. That when they win, that's how they win. Exactly. Scully. Yeah, we we looked really good the first quarter. Uh, for the first half, for that matter, we were moving the ball. Uh, you know, it was odd seeing uh, some shorter, more high percentage passing routes uh, that we were completing, and the offense just looked great. You know, the first quarter, first half of the game. Um, you know, we got the lead. We sat on it with our great defense and our run game. Uh, like you guys said, how we've won it, a lot of these games. It was the AP show, really, on the offensive side, in my opinion. Um, you know, and that's what it's been here the last couple of uh, weeks and really the whole season as a as a whole. Uh, but that leads us in here to kind of this bit. We're going to do a little bit. We're going to call it the three big questions. I guess. That name could change yeah, next week. Name. Hey, maybe... Uh, a potential scolder of the week if yeah. they want to tweet at us uh, at Scolder's Pod or maybe comment on iTunes or Jesus, SoundCloud. even a like on Facebook. Oh, on Facebook. <laughs> Let's, uh, instead of three big questions, how about three deep? In three honor. deep. Oh, Ooh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Scully's into 
of the bit. He's Boom. in. I like it. Uh, but let's start right there with Adrian <laughs> Peterson. Number one, uh, Adrian Peterson, I tweeted it out. Uh, could he be considered for NFL MVP? I think he is probably MVP of this team, but could he be an NFL MVP candidate? I'll, I'll start with you, Scully. So do I think he is a candidate, or do I think he can be a candidate? Two separate questions. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll, I'll go ahead he, and address is, yeah, them both. Is he um, an MVP candidate is, I guess, what I'm going with. So I, I think that he's definitely in the running. Uh, the, the NFL loves the stats. Uh, you know, people tend to look at amount of carries as a good thing, um, and, and obviously the yardage is there. Yeah, thirteen hundred, uh, about thirteen hundred. Yeah, he, so he's far. been throwing up a lot of stats. Um, I, t- I tend to be in the the camp where running backs are not as valuable. You know, we've seen Seattle this year with Marshawn Lynch and with uh, without him, not a huge difference. Um, I, I actually pulled some some numbers uh, from our offense base this year and last year. Uh, so as you all remember, we did not have Adrian Peterson, uh, possible league MVP, and this year we do. So you'd yeah. think that we'd be performing so much better with the league MVP you know, candidate. Yeah. Uh, in, in reality, it's been about the same. Uh, last year we averaged uh, 20.3 points per game. This year we're at 21. So this league MVP has gotten us 0.7 more points a game. Um, and we had uh, 315 yards per game last year, whereas this year we've had 333. So he's gotten us 15 more yards and 0.7 points. I, I don't know that you can make a, a strong argument for him being the MVP, um, just because I don't think running backs as valuable as a position as it used to be. But do I think the NFL will kind of raise him up to being an MVP? Yes. Uh, I'll address those stats here in a quick second, but I, I don't want to get off topic. I'll, I'll leave I'll leave it for you in turn. Uh, Adrian Peterson in the MVP conversation for the NFL. I love him. Yeah. But he, no, he's not a legitimate candidate. He's probably, like Pat or Scully said, you know, a top, He's probably a candidate for MVP, but I, I put He's Cam Newton, top Tom Brady. You I can, agree. You Best can, running um, back. Best running back. You can go ahead and call me Pat. I don't know that I consented no. to the nickname Scully. Uh, no. Continue. You're still Scully. Uh, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be completely blunt here. Those two stats that Scully just ran off, uh, I don't take much creed with those because – That just brings up the fact of, is it the passing game that's been very non-existent? You can look at a guy like Teddy Bridgewater's numbers. He's only got eight touchdowns, nine touchdowns. They're not throwing the ball. This offense is going through one guy right now, and that is Adrian Peterson. Flat out. I mean, you saw it last week. You've seen it all year long. I mean, they're giving it to AP. They are feeding it. He is this team's best player and i think he He is is a top right now he's top five in the nfl i think he means more to this team than cam newton does in the sense of in the sense of just hear me out just hear me out (laughs) he's getting a lot more help from the defense so is Adrian Peterson, but we also don't have a passing game right now. I receive, and it's not all well, on I'm, Teddy. It's not all on we, Teddy. We, we don't have we don't have a passing game because we're not passing the ball. You everybody brings up the fact that AP gets thirty carries a game, like it's some tribute to how good he is. That's why his stats are as good as they are. He he's 
probably the best running back in the we're game. We're going with what our strength is, which is the running game. Well, last year, it, last year we did not have him. Why, go, were we why wouldn't you give it to him 30 times? I don't want to give the game to Teddy Bridgewater right now. He's only in his second year. He's young. We're going with the the 30-year-old MVP back. He is AP, so, AP has he fumbled is, the ball one less time than, than, uh, than Teddy's thrown an interception. I'm just saying that. So normally you run the ball because it's real safe. But AP, AP has more touchdowns right now than Teddy Bridgewater. He's got like crazy. twice the attempts in the red zone, which is not crazy. It's crazy that he has more attempts than Teddy does in the red zone. That's pretty crazy. We're one of two teams who runs the ball more than we throw it. When when most teams say we need to get balanced, that means they need to run the ball more. When we say we need to get balanced, that means we need to pass the ball more. I'm, I'm saying Adrian Peterson is a great running back, but given his workload, he's going to put up stats, and I think you need to take that into account. Uh, you know, when saying how valuable he is. Every time he runs the ball, that's one less well, pass attempt What is he doing, though, with those carries? He's doing good things. He's doing, He's doing about amazing, five yards a pop, about, uh, you know, a little bit. Which is way above the NFL average. I think the NFL yeah. average is like 3.2 or something like that. I think that. Jared McKinnon's do. career average is, uh, you know, man, around even, five. I don't even want that name. I don't. I mean, Adrian Peterson is the featured back of this of this. Uh, offense and also of this whole team. Well, yeah, in my opinion, I think we we have differing opinions on how important a feature back is. I I don't think that it's important in today's this NFL. This year, I, I I could agree with you there in today's NFL, but this year, I mean, I think Adrian Peterson has a lot of importance to this offense. He's the one guy right now that can't afford to get injured. I think um, he does so much and except even, catch the ball or pick up blitzes. He, he runs all, the ball on first and second down. He had one down. really bad job. He had one really bad job. All I'm saying, I, I don't know that the difference between AP and the McKinnon Asiata combo is that large. I hate, that you can I call hate, him. I MVP. hate. I hate going to this line, but right now again. I would be okay with Sean Hill being our starting quarterback opposed to You're Jared insane. McKinnon. And, Behind uh, this offensive uh, line. Uh, uh, with Jared McKinnon Ooh. being over Adrian Peterson. That's just my... Adrian Peterson means way more to you this offense what they do. I think AP is the MVP no. of this team, but I can't say that I think he's the MVP of the NFL. Yeah, and, and that's a good way to put I mean, Cam Newton, I, I think Tom Brady is the number most one impressive. for me. Then I'd probably go Adrian Peterson, then I'd go Cam Newton. Uh, let's oh, go into uh, number two. Two, two. two, two. Uh, another one of fa- uh, fa- uh, Scully's favorites, uh, the wide receiver core. I ask you this, what is wrong with this wide receiving core? I'll start with you in terms of this. I was scoring. You know, my opinion is I can't tell necessarily, you know, honestly, if it's wide receivers, Teddy Bridgewater, or offensive line. I've said that all year long, and I'm still saying it, but I think we are missing that 6'4 prototype on the outside. Charles I wa- Johnson, who you, who you touted. Well, I don't know if he's that, I don't know if he's that big. Receiver, by the way, but. I don't know if he's that big, but clearly he's not. You know, he's no Brandon Marshall. He's he doesn't, no he doesn't catch the ball Green. in traffic like he is. I don't think, you know. also, he's not really getting a lot of ball. I, I, want, I want an A.J. Green. I want a Brandon Marshall. I want a Demarius Thomas. Big guy. I know everyone wants one. Contested but catches. it's been a while since we've had a great receiver, and I think Diggs is really good, but I don't think Diggs has the potential to be that guy. I don't think we've had, like, a true number one receiver since Randy, really. I mean, Sydney. I mean, Brett Favre made Sydney Rice, and I, Sydney's the last guy I can really think of that was probably yeah, that exactly. dominant. Just, I mean, Brett Favre, all he had to freaking do was throw it up, and Sydney would yeah. get it. Uh, Scully, uh So, I, th- I think you guys 
you know, touched on some very good points. I don't think we have a number one receiver right now. Um, you know, our, our best receiver on this team is a rookie fifth-round draft pick. He's getting figured out, I think, a Well, he's a, he's a rookie fifth-round draft pick, yeah. albeit a great one. Um, but we don't we don't have that true number one. And the, the system that Norv's implementing does not play to the strength of our receivers. We don't have that 6-4 down-the-field threat who can catch contested balls. We don't have that guy. That's kind of what his offense is going for. Uh, you know, we have Jarius Wright. We have Diggs. We have Wallace, kind of these uh, smaller, quick, shifty guys. Why are we not running shorter routes? I think a lot of this comes back to Norv and his play calling um, and kind of not willing to adjust his scheme to the personnel. Uh, he, he just seems to me to be really stubborn. Um, and, you know, the, the first year we kind of gave him a pass. You know, everybody was injured. AP was out, all this stuff. The second year, we I, I read off the offensive numbers. We're pretty close to the same production. He's got the people he thinks we were going to have. We've had injuries to the offensive line, of yeah. course. Um, but, I mean, how long do we put up with 20 points a game See, before we point the finger at North And, and where I kind of disagree with you is I think coming into this year, yes, they were going to rely more on Teddy in this passing game, and Norv probably wanted to do more and get a little creative. That's one thing that really does bother me is some of these, you know, it's just the three tight end look or the two wide receiver look. You're giving yourself really no shot in the passing game. There's no option. But I think a lot of that has to do with uh, we are who we are right now and that we're going to run the football and we're going to give AP and we're going to run it down our throats, the other team's throats. Um, Circle back a little bit. Mike Wallace is a guy that's been in kind of your doghouse all year long and He's after bad. the Atlanta he needs game, to get benched. after There's, the Atlanta game, I am starting to feed a little bit on the fact that I do think he does run some poor routes a little bit. Um, do you want to just what don't you like about Mike Wallace? I know you've touched on it in previous, but uh, I mean, it just seems balls. to be getting more and more evident. He's he's just really uninspired. Um, he's, I agree. He's not he's not making sharp cuts on his routes. You know, he's not really attacking the ball. Um, he he just looks like he's ready to get. You know, out of Minnesota in general. I think I think the I think uh, the winning is really uh, kind of hiding him right now. In oh the yeah, sense of I do too. He is a twelve million dollar guy. Now I will say though, which is there there is something to be said with there just doesn't seem to be much of a connection, a chemistry kind of gelling between Teddy and Wallace. There hasn't been so, any and, that, and I'm not and that's just playing devil's advocate. A no, I, bit, I agree. But, I mean. I think you're right. I think he definitely looks He looks like he's running bad routes. He's lazy. There are some times when he you try to scratch your head. But there he is something balls. to be said, too. Yeah. I mean, is it, a, is it a function of, you know, them just not gelling? Well, not enough well. screens well, going to him either, well, in my he's, opinion. He's, he's going against usually the best corner on the yeah. other team, so I think that plays into it a little bit. Um, and, you know, there's only two receivers in a lot of our sets. You know, yeah. th- there's a lot... Uh, that the defense can focus on him as the number one receiver out of like two passing options. Well, you know I mean, he's, he's one of them. Where I scratch my head too, though, that some, sometimes is why don't you try to take a shot once or twice? I mean, not not even we've seen something like that, but not even. Do you remember the last time Teddy actually threw down the field sixty yards or even a big deep? Try to I mean, hey Mike, well, kind of going between. back. I mean Charles, you know you, his interception you last game. 
but I mean, if it if it's not there, it's not there. Like Teddy leads the league in he throwaways, which a lot much, a I lot think. of people a lot of people don't like how he throws the ball away. Um, I honestly don't mind it. I think if it's there, it's there. What one thing I don't understand with Wallace is if he's one of the fastest guys in the league, why don't we get him the ball? Like in short space, I agree. you know. Like I mean, you, Tavon like, Austin's getting eighty yards like rushing every game. Said, like intern said, you know, yeah. the screen game. You know, uh, they seem to kind of be running that with Diggs almost more, or the Julius right? Um, Do you think the emergence of Diggs has made it yeah. easier for Rudolph to start getting more involved? Because no, I think Rudy just. Uh, I yeah, Rudy's an interesting one. I, I think this whole offense right now is just it's weird right now. They're a strange offense because they you don't know really what's making them inconsistent, in my opinion. I mean, Pat wants to call out Norb Turner, but there's been times where Teddy's had time in the back of the pocket. Now there's also been times where he's they been give running up, for well, his and they give up so many sacks. Running for his freaking life. You too. can have so, you can have. 10 seconds back in the pocket, if you have two guys running routes against six guys covering them, good luck. I yeah. mean... But, I mean, you also have your tight ends. Why? I mean, just... I, I the tight ends are staying in the block. Let's blocking. get a little bit creative. I, I, so, I don't know. Let's go to number three. Here. Well, we yeah. quick, quickly, so I think I think Rudy's emergence of late, uh, Atlanta's got a pretty bad pass rush. So I think, you know, maybe Norv felt like he could have tight ends running around. Are you more than sure? Usual. I thought I heard Atlanta's pass rush was, like, number one. Well, t- Teddy... No, run defense. Or, run, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, you're yeah, right. Run, run defense. defense my, my, which we which AP torched. Yeah, like 60, so, yeah, Ru- Rudolph was what running a lot of routes. And do, you know? Rudolph was running a lot of routes, and credit to Teddy, he didn't get sacked at all. So I think it was more a product of the defensive line for the Falcons not really scaring us as much as previous ones. Yeah, let's get to our final question here, and then we'll also preview uh, the Seattle game. Uh, you're listening, by the way, to the School Juice Podcast. We're on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, number three, three, three. Yeah, there you go. Intern, getting into the bit. So this, this is the Everybody's Jake Reed into the version. I like this it. is the Jake Reed question, yeah, I, I like the three it. and the three. Yeah, I like it. Uh, eight. <laughs> Eight and three Minnesota Vikings, five more games. Uh, tough stretch coming up here. Um, what are maybe just your overall expectations these final five games? Where do you see the Vikings ending? May, maybe a record prediction. What game you scared of? What game uh, do you not like? Uh, so we got Seattle this week that we'll be previewing here in a little bit. Then we got Arizona, and then uh, we got, I know, the Giants-Bears, and then we wrap up with the uh, Packers. Uh, final five games. You can you can throw out a win number, but I just kind of want what game you kind of scared of, what game... Well, sure. What are you expecting these last five weeks, I guess, is the way to put it. So as, as the intern pulls up the schedule here, um, I'm just going to say, you know, the, our our game against... I, I um, this schedule, but... The, the, what is it? So I go Seattle. We're at, at home, Seattle. Then we go to Arizona on Thursday night. And then I, I want to say it's Giants... Doesn't sound like you know. No, it's bears. It's bears. It's bears. <laughs> I'm still pulling up the yes, schedule. I know they're, they got right. bears, giants, and then they wrap up a pack. Well, we'll tweet out the schedule like three hours later when yeah. the intern finds yeah. it. Any, 
the Arizona game really scares me. They've been playing very well. They're uh, almost the complete opposite uh, kind of team as us. They play super aggressive on offense and defense where we play super conservative. Uh, we're going to have short rest playing on Thursday night against them. Uh, that one sticks out to me as, you know, a lookout game. Um, but, you know, we, we've been playing very well, but at the same time, we don't have that signature win. We haven't played a lot of very good teams, um, and we've stuck to the recipe of be really conservative on offense, and we've started to do that more on defense, too. We've, we've been blitzing a lot less. We've been dropping guys back in coverage. Uh, we kind of got burned against Green Bay doing that. It kind of paid off against Atlanta. Um, but we've been playing really conservative against kind of mediocre to bad teams, and I think that's definitely the recipe to beat them. Um, I'm not sure that it's the way to beat good teams like we're about to hit in our schedule. Uh, I would like to see us to get more aggressive on offense and defense. I'm not sure that we will. Um, but that's... Scully doesn't like the word conservative. Who knew? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go, uh, intern. Uh, you know, the, the schedule is tough. I feel like if they can go 3-2 and two in these last five games, if they can go 3-2... and two, I'd be very happy. I, I'm with Scully. I think the Cardinals game is the scariest on the schedule. The Giants is kind of worrisome. See, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little uh, devil's advocate here though with that uh, Arizona game, and and I get what you're saying. They're definitely the best team we have remaining. Uh, but maybe you know you brought it up the short week. Wouldn't you almost rather be playing them on a short week, less time to prepare a team we don't see a lot? Now it's in Arizona, which doesn't help the cause. But there could be a little bit of actually optimism in the sense, especially if you beat Seattle here on Sunday. Now you're feeling really damn good about yourself uh you know you don't have the signature win like scully said there and this this week would definitely be i think one that you could say signature i think you know that signature win bit there and the bears in detroit on the road those were some signature wins in division in in division and on the road which that road word has been just terrible for scolders in the past so uh, just a little devil's advocate i guess with the Arizona not this game. year though road's been good yeah to road's been really good so you're saying so scully said three and two to wrap you would what would you i i think i think three and two would be good I, I if they go two and three i wouldn't be surprised i mean they got a tough schedule they could lose to the giants i think if eli goes off i think I think I think the Packers, of course. I mean, honestly, the Packers. How, but how sweet though would it be in that last game, though? No, hear me out, though. I'm listening. To to say that we already have the division wrapped up and we have things wrapped up and we just say, you know what, we don't even need this win, so we're gonna rest our stars. How about this? That would be a slap. Well, that would be that would be a nice seven slap. slap in the face. How about to those one up this? How about one up that? What is Chicago's record right now? Five and six, so six. What if Chicago goes on a winning streak, Packers lose a few more, yeah. and then we beat the Packers ooh, at the end with ooh, some real Packers. consequences? Speaking of the Packers, they are playing the uh, Detroit Lions tonight. Here it is 7 o'clock on Thursday, yeah, so, uh, so we are a half hour from kickoff. Which I would be very scared of. Uh, Detroit. Uh, they're playing really well. Uh, Megatron is Cooter, hungry still. Cooter, right? What's that offensive coordinator's name? Cooter or whatever? Uh 
I'm not sure. Jim Bob Cooter. It was because the Detroit Lions. Jim Bob. Jim Bob. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, so Sounds that was really our big, the three big questions. Uh, Scolders, let us know what you think of that bit. Uh, again, you can tweet us at Scolders. Maybe we can maybe, Facebook, come, maybe we'll come up with a question. Tweet us suggestions. Yeah, give us a question. Three big ones. Just give us some attention for crying we, we out loud. I, I just want to listen. I think Captain, more. I think more popular podcasts call that section mailbag, yeah. where they take actual yeah, questions. Yeah, there you go. There. Listen, oh, I like that. Uh, we did actually get one, but it was from a, a pack of, uh, fan, so I didn't want to read it on air. So oh, it was pretty racist, uh, and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they were drunk when they wrote yeah, it too. Yeah, I do too. Uh, well, Can right. I put cheese on my bacon? Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's preview uh, this week, though. Uh, kind of touched. Uh, we we kind of previewed the rest of the season as a whole, but let's narrow in on this week. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks at TCF at noon. Uh, big time game. Seattle's feeling pretty good about themselves. They're six and five. Um, I'm pretty sure they're they're six and five. Um, feeling good about themselves. If the season ended today, this would be a playoff matchup as Seattle would be the sixth seed, the number two wild card, and the Minnesota Vikings right now are the division leaders and the number three seed. So give me kind of the keys to this game for you guys. We'll start with uh, intern. Uh, Key, I think it's pretty simple. You know, just get to Russell Wilson and stop him. I'm not scared of Rawls or whoever they got running the ball. Even Marshawn Lynch. Bring him in. I want Marshawn to play for crying out loud. Talking about Skittles? <laughs> I want to see AP you know, he eats Skittles. Weakest nickname he, ever. He eats Skittles on the sidelines. You guys know that? Or yeah, I wonder how much Skittles is paying him for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sellout. But I AP. Would, I would take that. Yeah, I, take that I know. Jack. That's not bad. You paid for eating yeah. Skittles. But uh, AP. AP, you know, hopefully torches them. It's going to be a tough game for the offense, but I think their defense is going to handle their offense. So that's my take. Yes. Keys. Just a quick take. Quick take, I, I'd like to see us open it up a little bit. Three wide receivers, short passes, high percentage. Not conservative. Throws, not conservative. Uh, maybe uh, do something crazy, unpredictable. Don't throw the ball on first down. Uh, crazy stuff like that. Um, but really, I mean, the, the way these games have been going, it's going to come down to our defense. Uh, can we, you know, stop them? Um, and... For the most part, Seattle's run a pretty conservative offense themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you've heard a lot this week about how we're kind of a blueprint from the I was gonna say, yeah, from the yeah. from the Seahawks from a year year ago. Yeah. Um, so we we have a very similar style. Um, you know, I like our defense a, a little bit more. Ten uh, more touch, ten so, more touchdowns for Russell. So we we haven't been blitzing a lot of late, Don't and that's that that's fine as long as we can contain Russell. Uh, you know, without sending that extra guy. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to come down to our defense. I want to talk a little bit. Um, you know, this might be a little bit bigger picture thing again. But um, one thing that I really like and going into this game is a prime example of kind of the Zimmer effect where you just n- know it's going to be competitive and it's going to be a good game because they're just going to be really well coached, I think. And they're just going to... It comes back to, you know, you look at last week where Harrison Smith was out. In past season, the Scourgers would have been freaking out and, oh, my God. I didn't even notice. This game game is over. Exum, Exum, Exum give it to you. steps in, (laughs) next guy up, 
and has a pretty damn solid. Yeah, game. he well, he had good plays, big Where plays. Should he be starting? Even you look, like... even you look, even you look at like Sharif Floyd earlier in the season was playing lights out, gets hurt, while we couldn't even really, no one knew, because Linval steps up and just gets really hungry, hungry. It's really cliche to say it, but that next guy stepping up, I really that... plays to a Zimmer and. Going off of that is it just it it you know they're gonna be really well prepared and well coached. It isn't you know it isn't there isn't a, that glaring weakness with this team where you know they're gonna be in every single game and this is no exception to me. And I I, I do think they're a little bit of a blueprint of the Seattle and although I think our defense is better right now. Well, not than Seattle's in the years past. They, yeah, they no, were, no, not right this, now. This year, this year's Seattle team is not the same team of last year and no. the year before. Not but even they, close. they are. You gotta be scared a little bit. They are hanging around. They lost Every Jimmy time Graham, they, though. You wanna kind they of never need shake them, shake them off, and you know. Uh, but I definitely know Mike, uh, not Mike Carroll. What's it? Pete Carroll is gonna need like eight pieces of gum. As, as long as. <laughs> as long as Zimmer doesn't uh, make a beat Seattle shirts, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I think we'll be all right. Uh, predictions. Give me uh, your prediction for the game, and then uh, if you want to do MVP, you can. How about prediction? Uh, My prediction is, what can I say? I think the Vikings are going to win. I oh, hate yeah. I'm, I, I, do it, I do it way too often, but Vikings, they're going to win, and it's going to be a close game. You know, it might not even be that high scoring. I'm going to say 21-17 they win. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Scully? It's a good prediction. I'm, I'm going to say 23-14 to 14 Vikings win. couple, uh, three Blair Walsh field goals? I like it. Well, <laughs> probably attempt like five because we'll stop passing the ball once we get into 20. No more conservative <laughs> offense. That should be a new hashtag. Norv needs he needs to be on the hot seat. He needs to be on the hot seat. So I I'm also predicting a Vikings win, like I've done I think every single week, and uh, I've only been wrong three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, MVP for me. Um, I, I would love to say Teddy Bridgewater. Don't think the play calling is going to dictate that. Um, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and say Anthony Barr, probably the best linebacker in the league. That's doesn't matter if he's got a broken hand, you know, yeah. what have you. Man's it's a, it's a shame that we haven't brought his name up more on this podcast because he is playing late. So right, right now, he's, he is he's hot. a superstar in the making. I he know. is. He's he not is. in the making, baby. He's here. Yeah, he's here. He's <laughs> a giant. I'd, I'd be scared to run into him. So, as I always say each week, you know, this is usually where you turn it off, you know, because my predictions are usually wrong. Uh, but. What do you got? I'm going to go a little reverse psychology. I'm going <laughs> to pick the seat. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm going to pick uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, uh, my God, this, the suspense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I agree. I think it's going to be kind of a low-scoring game. Uh, we are what we are right now, which is a really damn good running team and a really damn good defense. Um, I think it's going to be close. I think uh, I'll go – I'm going to go 
All right. We're all pretty close, and all, of course, picking the Minnesota Vikings. Now, uh, to wrap up the show here, the the segment that you've all been waiting for, obviously. Waiting the and whole show And it is for. brought to you by... Add your sponsor here. Hopefully, uh, okay. we got uh, sponsor this segment. You could. Sculpture of the Week. I'm going to give it to uh, Scully to announce this week's uh, Sculpture of the Week. Because the intern always does it, but the intern will definitely have a couple of words well, to I... say after we announce it. So this, this Sculpture of the Week has uh, something in common with uh, several previous award winners. He's in a fantasy football league with the intern. Uh, seems to be a common theme. Uh, his, his team name is The Pride, uh, which is, you know, really optimistic of him because he has nothing to really take pride in when you look at that roster. I just beat him, by the way. But... Who didn't beat yeah. him? Um, but anyways, uh, we, we will just call him uh, his code name, his Wisconsin name, if you will, is Quinn. 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 Soldier of the Week is Quinn. Soldier of the Week is Quinn. <laughs> Quinn also has a special relationship with the uh, intern. Uh, intern, do you want to uh, let the Skolger Nation know? Quinn, which is his Wisconsin name when we went <laughs> camping, we all gave each other Wisconsin names if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> uh, Quinn would be my brother. He looks brother. like a Quinn. He looks like a Quinn. Yeah. And look, acts like a Quinn. What was your name? You were Marty. I was Marty. Cliff. Cliff. I forget. Uh, oh, I, you don't I, forget. What were you? I was the number one school. Timmy. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah, but congratulations to Quinn. He is oh, the Scolger and no one's, of the week. By the way, uh, Scolger. So definitely uh, take your prize up on your brother. Uh, make him buy you a drink next Yeah, no school. You have until the end of the, the season. season. To redeem until they're out of the playoffs, so you better any of you schools of the weeks. If you want, you got until your after the drink, Super Bowl. You need to get saying. to us. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know it's gonna be fun to talk about those playoffs on the Sculptures Podcast? Uh, remember, we are on iTunes, Facebook. Twitter at Sculptures Pod. Subscribe to us if you want to be Sculpture of the Week. Hey, you gotta work for it a little bit. Yeah, it ain't uh, easy. And you're gonna have, you said by the end of the season, so you're actually gonna have probably till February to uh, reclaim that because (laughs) it might be Mission Levi. Uh, But, anyways, you've been listening to (laughs) Levi Stadium. is in San Francisco. This you got to elaborate like on that. Nobody yeah, knows no. that. No, but it School was clever. Nation knows. Hey, but you've been listening to the Skulljers podcast. Join us next week. We promise we're not going to miss another week the rest of the way out. That's a guarantee right there. <laughs> Probably. You've been listening to the Skulljers <laughs> podcast. Skull. Skull.